Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Gina Bianca podcast, where we talk about life, business, entrepreneurship, the beauty industry, and beyond. My name is Gina Bianca, life and business coach, salon owner, educator, mastermind mentor, and your host of the Gina Bianca podcast. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for listening. So grateful that you spend your time listening to my podcast. It has been a few years now that I've been creating this podcast and to see all of your amazing reviews and to get your DMs and feedback on the podcast and all of your aha moments means so much to me. So thank you so much for listening. And if you haven't already, please leave us a rating and a review. We would love to hear your feedback And we just love reading them because we do put time into the podcast and it means so much to hear your kind words. Let's read a recent review before we get started. All right, this review is from Kelly Y. And it says, we are so lucky to have you share your knowledge. Gina, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, knowledge, and journey with us. I am so stoked I found your podcast. You have no idea how much your podcast means to me. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kelly. It like makes my day to read these. So please go leave a rating or review. We appreciate your words and we love to hear your ideas. When you guys DM me and ask for podcast topics, it inspires me so much. Sometimes when you guys just ask me questions, I'm like, this is a great podcast episode. That's what actually inspired the last two episodes. So please, if you have an idea that you want me to discuss on the podcast, I would absolutely love to do that. So please send me a DM at I am Gina Bianca, and I would be happy to take one of your ideas and bring them onto the show. All right, this week I'm here with Bridget. Hi, everyone. It's been a minute, so I'm really happy to be back. Love Bridget. Bridget's my brand manager, and she helps with all of my content, all of the amazing content that you guys get to see, and so much behind the scenes she's responsible for. She also travels with me every week almost now. At this point. (laughs) Yeah, every week almost now. uh, She travels with me, and we have so much fun on the road. And this week... We didn't have a podcast to release, so we were. she was like, do we have a podcast tomorrow? And I was like, oh, no, I forgot because <laughs> we've been so busy. And we were kind of thinking of what we could talk about, and we decided on travel ideas or travel tips, rather. I know. So I'm super excited for this. I wasn't much of a traveler before meeting Gina, and now I feel like I'm like almost an airport expert like it's weird like I see so many things at the airport now or just like packing on my own at home and I'm like oh my god I would never have known this if I wasn't traveling as much as I am now so we are dedicating today's episode to travel tips in airport etiquette and we got some fun tips to share for you guys Yeah, it was inspired because we're at the baggage claim and this is like my pet peeve. There's a few pet peeves that I have traveling because I'm a picky traveler at this point. I'm pretty easy to travel with though. You are. Yeah, but I'll, (laughs) I'm, you know, the best is good enough for me. (laughs) 
is like my <laughs> motto this week. I read it somewhere and I was like, yeah, that's me. So literally we're here in Denver right now and we traveled Frontier and I was like, yep, we're slumming it <laughs> because we're Delta girlies. Like we through literally through Delta all the way. Yeah, we're Delta girlies. I was like, we're slumming it. Sorry, Bridge. But I wanted a direct flight to Denver. I want to just be in and out. And um, so we flew Frontier and it actually wasn't too bad. No, I was I was pretty impressed with the service and the leg room because your girl's five foot eleven. I need that leg space. Yes. And we got an exit row and one of the instructions on the exit row was you open the latch, you throw it, (laughs) you open the latch, you throw it, and then you pull the lever and then... Then you throw that door right out the window. And I was like, damn, I did not know I signed up for this. But you just throw the door out the window, apparently. We didn't have to use that, thank God. But um, we had a good flight. Frontier was fine. And I I wouldn't mind flying them again. But we're Delta girlies. I try to do everything through Delta and rack up those points and build my status with them. Because honestly, when you travel a lot, it means a lot to have those points. Okay, before we get into all of the tips and tricks, we have to share a couple airport etiquette things. There's just one thing that really grinds my gears, and it's when I'm going to get my luggage at the baggage claim, and everybody is traveling, or everyone is crowded around the baggage claim, like one foot away from the claim, and nobody can see their luggage coming because everyone is standing one foot away from the claim, and it's like, can we all just stand back? wait for our luggage to be in sight, and then walk up to it and get our luggage so everyone can see. This is my pet peeve. So airport etiquette. If you're in an airport, you have to get your bag, stand away from the claim until you see your luggage. Amazing etiquette. And the other thing is when we're getting off the plane, it's row by row that we exit. Do not try to cut in front of me when I'm getting off the plane. I will literally death glare you. Row by row. Those are my two travel etiquette tips because I literally want to scream when I'm traveling when people do not do those two things. Two things at the airport that I really can't stand is number one, during the TSA check, not the pre-check, but the regular check is when people don't listen to the people who are guiding you through the process and It's like the most frustrating thing because I don't know how many times these poor people need to repeat, you know, take out any technology products larger than a tablet, take out X to put your shoes in one bin, put your technology in another bin. And it's like, can we just listen and like have your stuff prepared before you get to the line? Like how many times does it need to be said? (laughs) And the second thing is when people stop in the middle of, like, the hallway. That, to me, being 5'11", if I'm going at full speed, you are getting bulldozed. Like, I have no remorse if I trip over you or you're in my way because it's like, why are you stopping in the middle? Move to the side. Move it over. But that's our airport etiquette. Yeah, stay tuned for our series on airport etiquette because literally, like, we see so much crazy stuff. It's insane. But yes, stand back away from the baggage claim. When you're exiting the plane, go row by row. When you are walking through the airport, move to the side before you stop. These are very kind things to do. And remember, With your carry-on bag, you take your laptop out unless they have one of those full scanner things. Listen to them. They'll say nothing comes out of the bag. 
do you have anything in your pockets? Please take off your jacket. All right, so that's gonna lead me to my first tip is to use one airline if possible. I used to use American Airlines for the longest time, but I had so many crazy experiences with them and everyone's picky about their own airline, but we're Delta people. <laughs> my husband too, my husband like will only fly Delta. So highly recommend picking an airline and sticking to it. The next tip is trying to build your points with different hotel chains uh, or the same hotel chain rather. So we use Hilton and Marriott. And previously I would tell people don't book through a third party because if you have to make any changes, I made the biggest mistake of my entire freaking travel life uh, in 2021 when I booked all of my travel flights and hotel through American Express and Every time I had a flight change or something that I, I maybe wanted to leave early or I wanted to come in later or something, I had to go through Amex and I couldn't just book or change anything through Delta. It was a freaking nightmare. And like, you know how you could do like same day flight change? You could not do that. You had to spend like two hours on the phone with the airlines and it was just such a nightmare. So I recommend booking direct through the airline and through the apps. But I have to be honest, the last two hotels I booked... I booked through American Express. I have the American Express Platinum. Definitely recommend it for people who travel, the American Express Platinum, because you get access to those lounges, which you went in the lounge today. I did. It was beautiful. It was peaceful. And it was a great way to start our traveling. Yeah, I love the lounges. We, Me and Steve were in Seattle uh, last week, and our flight was at 1.30, and he wanted to go to the airport at 10.00. Because he wanted to go hang out in the lounge. I was like, you're bugging. But the lounge in Seattle airport is fire. That lounge that we were at today was like a freaking nothing compared <laughs> to some of these lounges are outrageous. Wow. Yeah. So the American Express Platinum, like there's food, drinks. They're huge, like always free Wi-Fi, always fast Wi-Fi. Um, and plenty of places to like relax. And obviously the private bathroom is fire. So like I love, I almost miss my flight sometimes because I just like get so like comfortable and like I'll be working on my laptop or something and I'll be like in the zone it's and like, like yeah. Coffee shop meets like bar meets breakfast buffet, lunch buffet. Like it's just an all around great experience. It's like a little cafe right in the airport. Absolutely. So if you have American Express Platinum, you get access to all those lounges. And if you have enough points, you could bring people with you. So I have enough points built where I could bring two people with me. So, okay, that being said, lately, the last two hotels I booked, I booked through the Amex app. And when you book travel through Amex, they give you all of these hotel recommendations. And you can do it by budget. I always go by map and I always try to be within 15 minutes of the salon we're teaching at or the venue we're teaching at. And... The last two hotels I booked were phenomenal. I mean, the hotel we're at today is like so nice and it was super affordable, but it's like one of the Amex boutique hotel collections and it's super nice. Like to tell them what it has. Oh my God, it has everything. So sitting in our hotel room right now, I literally feel like we're in like a bougie apartment. Like the TV has a wood casing around it. I was super stoked that we had a record player in here and they actually leave records in the room um the bathroom insane it's nicer than my bathroom at home like I'm just so happy to be here there's all these like little accents on the wall they have these leather like hanging folders it's just like very well put together and I just like 
am like speechless honestly staying here this is so beautiful yeah and we stay at hampton inns usually we slum it like 90 percent of the time but this room there's yoga mat in the room yoga blocks the gym has pelotons in it they have unlimited 24-hour coffee tea espresso in the lobby uh there's so much like so many nice touches and honestly like it's the same price as a um hampton inn to be honest it's like a little bit more maybe but i get five times points when i book through amex so it's cool but they have like all those little touches that are just nice another thing is we have a four prong charger which is like something you wouldn't really think of because usually it's just outlets in the wall but this is like movable and like for us having you know our laptops our phones our apple watches our airpods it's like one of those like small amenities how gina was saying where it's like things you don't think about they thought about yeah the little things matter definitely and the other thing that gives us hotel five stars is me and bridget share a room and one time we were at a hotel and there was a lamp in the middle of the bed so we couldn't see each other We literally tried to take, I tried unscrewing the light bulbs to take the lampshades off, but they were locked on. Like there was no getting it off. And we were so upset that we couldn't just gaze into each other's (laughs) eyes, scrolling through TikToks and just like giggling throughout the night. Yeah. So we were like, what the hell? Because there was like this huge block and we're like, uh, and so we got in here. We're like, oh my God, there's no lampshade. So that was good. That was good. Okay. Anyways, so definitely book through Delta if you can or pick an airline and build your status. Definitely try to build your status with your different hotels, whichever one you like, Hilton, Marriott, whatever. But I think going forward, I'm going to be booking my hotels through Amex because the last two experiences were 10 out of 10 and hotel stuff doesn't change as much as flights could. So, you know, in the past I've said like, you know, book direct, but I would book through Amex for hotels. All right. The other thing to think about too, is if you travel with a lot of bags, like if you're an educator or if you're traveling with a lot of equipment or anything like that, think about it this way. How much is the extra check bags and what is a first class upgrade? So because first class comes with three free check bags with Delta. So if you're traveling with a lot of stuff, it might make more sense to fly first class. I mean, any excuse to get a first class ticket, but no, if it If your bags add up to a lot of money, take a look at what the first class upgrade would be because you get three free checked bags. And this is if you're traveling and teaching and stuff, just like a little hack. Okay, this is a little like weird thing that I do, but when I'm flying and I have a layover or even my flight home, if I'm sitting on the left side of the plane on my flight there, I will try to sit on the right side of the plane on my way back just to balance like how I'm sitting. I know it sounds so weird, but if I have a layover, I'll do one side and then the other side. It's just a weird thing that I do. I literally did not know that until now. And if you guys could see my face that I'm giving her, (laughs) it's the most confused look I've probably had in a long time. (laughs) It's a weird thing that I do. Um, But I really like to switch sides of the plane. It's a balanced thing, okay? Um, The other thing is try to work on the flight if you can. Like sometimes I'll just like zone out and watch a movie but today I wrote a whole class on the flight it's uninterrupted time where nobody is texting you nobody needs you and you're just expected to be on this flight so when I'm on my flight that's where I get a lot of my work done and a lot of my creative work done because I'm just completely uninterrupted and it almost like forces you to sit down and work on stuff Definitely. I've noticed this a lot too. Even if I'm not working, I'm reading or I'm doing some stuff that will like put me in a state of flow. 
because like Gina said, it's uninterrupted time. Nobody's expecting you to be anywhere. You're on a flight for, you know, X amount of hours. Like today our flight was six hours long. It's like, what are you going to do with it? It was four hours. It felt like six. It was four hours. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> it was awful sitting next to me for four hours. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I hit the call button three times. Bridget, I almost, I kept hitting the call button because I'm a Delta girly. So I'm used to them coming by to like take your trash from you or ask you if you want water or something. Every time I needed something, there was no flight attendant. So I hit the call button once and Bridget about freaking died of secondhand embarrassment. And then I hit it again to ask if we were there yet because <laughs> they have no freaking TVs to tell you the time and no Wi-Fi to like look at the flight time. You know what I mean? I always will check the flight time and be like, how long, how long? Because I can't stand it. I hate like waiting. I'm not yeah. a patient person. So I asked the guy, I was like, hello, how much time is left? And she almost died. And then the third time I did it was because I wanted a snack. And then I think I hit it the fourth time for her to come take the garbage. <laughs> and Bridget about died. So um, don't be afraid to advocate for yourself. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Are you joking me right now? But no, it was worth it. She needed to hit the call button. Yeah, I hate having garbage on my tray. I needed to bring my laptop back out. Anyways, okay. The other thing is get TSA pre-check. So I just finally got pre-check because my husband has pre-check and leaves me in the dust when we're at security. And he does this simply to force me to get pre-check. I just don't want to go to the interview and do all of the things that you need to do to get pre-check. But really, so I made him fill out the form for me. And then I had to go to like a Staples and talk to the girl for five minutes. She took my picture and my fingerprints. And now I'm going to have pre-check. So it really was not a lot of work to just get it. And then you don't have to take your shoes off or take anything out of your bags. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. So get pre-check. I, I have it now. So I think you have to get it and I'll just leave you in the dust until you get it just to force you to do it. Point taken. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So the next thing is to pack smart. Like I used to overpack and still sometimes I do overpack. But even when we went to Vancouver, I brought like 50 outfits and I wore the same thing every single day. It's like just be realistic about like what you're going to wear and what you're going to pack. Because honestly, like... It's an inconvenience to have so much stuff with you. So try to pack light. And like something that I do in every hotel that I stay at is I try to unpack when I get there. When we stay for one night, I don't do it. But if we stay for multiple nights, I try to put everything in the drawers and hang everything up so that I could just know where everything is because I really don't like living out of a suitcase. So I have like a corner for my dirty clothes. I hang all my stuff. I have everything in the drawers. This room doesn't really have a lot of drawers. But, um, you know, I try to like make myself comfortable so I could like settle in and relax and not stress out. And I lay my clothes out the night before. Going off of that, I think it's like human nature. And maybe you guys have seen this meme going around like maybe a while back, but it's like packing for a vacation. You need three outfits to change into on the same day and then you need an extra pair of socks and then you need four extra pairs of socks because what if and it's like you're packing for all the what ifs and it's like. In reality, like you can buy things that you forgot to pack or you can, you know, figure out to work with what you have. And for me, I've definitely learned to condense what I pack. I've definitely learned to, you know, keep carry on sizes with me, even if I pack a checked bag because it's just smaller. It's just where can you find the space and save the space? Absolutely. I totally agree. And like this time we have um, one big suitcase for the show. 
And I'm like, I hate opening that suitcase. So this trip, I was like, can you bring your curling iron? I'll bring an extra blow dryer. And then we literally don't, I I packed us like hair products, everything. And like, we don't have to open our show bag until the day of the show. Cause usually like I pack all of our hair stuff with the class stuff. And then we have to like go through the bag and it just ends up being a disaster. So try to like consolidate if you can. And just remember, you really don't need that much. Also, one more pro tip for hacking. I got this off of Pinterest, probably like back when I was in high school it's to roll your clothes. Folding actually takes up more space than you think. And I've helped my boyfriend pack for his six to eight week trips for work. And we roll his clothes now and everything fits. And it's a lot easier to like smush things around and move things if you need to. And bonus hack on top of that, you can actually roll your outfits together. So you can just, you know, pick a, pick a bundle and that's your outfit for the day. That's really good. I don't do that. I need to do that. That's a really good idea. And anything heavy, just wear it to the airport and pack in layers because you never know if you're going to be freezing to death or if you're going to get stuck outside for 40 minutes at two in the morning waiting for an Uber, even in a night area, it's cold. So just pack the layer, wear layers and um, anything that's like big and bulky for the suitcase, wear on you. This might seem obvious, but I've seen it so many times, like trying to get through security and it takes someone 20 minutes to take off their shoes. Just wear shoes that are easy to take off, like easy to put on and off and make sure that you wear socks. Don't be nasty. Dude, the airport floor is disgusting. So wear socks or get pre-checked so you don't have to take off your shoes. Another tip is to stay flexible because at the end of the day, like you have no control over anything with the flight so you have to just remain calm because like and I knock on wood like I have not had too many issues with my flights like literally knock on wood but um there have been times where I'm like pretty certain I'm gonna miss my connection and 9.99 out of 10 times I make it and I'm stressing the entire time when reality I just have to like let it go and just know that like okay If I miss this connection, I'm either renting a car and driving, getting a different flight, or I will figure it out, or they'll put me on a different flight, and I try not to panic while I'm on the plane. You just have to, like, let go of what you can't control and just go with the flow and be flexible. So if you guys haven't heard the show Black Mirror, Gina put me on it today, literally today, and one of the episodes we watched was about this girl who, like, literally lost her marbles in an airport and everyone was looking at her giving her nasty looks and like it just kind of reminded me of what she was just saying so keep your cool stay flexible and let go of what you can't control i put bridget on to black mirror and i also put bridget on to big sean (laughs) that's big facts (laughs) okay yes i love it okay the other thing i want to say is to stay safe and alert because honestly like as much as I travel as like smart as I think I am, like people are not always great. So make sure you keep your wits about you and you're being safe. Like the dumbest thing I've ever done is I was in California and it was, you know, just had dinner with one of my friends and I was feeling like super inspired and I was like just bored. I don't want to go back to my hotel. And I was staying in downtown LA. We never do that. Never, ever, ever stay in downtown LA. It's a complete dump. You do not want to go there. Would not return. Would not rush back. It is a 
fucking dumb and it's dangerous. Do not sit downtown. But I would drive my nice ass rental car that they gave me. It was like a bright blue little Mustang because I always rent a convertible when I go there. And <laughs> they're like, yeah, this car is going to get broken into, like, just so you know. And I was like, God, like, I, uh, you just can't stay downtown. But thank God it didn't get broken into. The dumbest thing I did is I was just driving through and I drove into the wrong area, and, like, in the middle of Skid Row a red light with my car around my people and I swear I get like sick thinking about it but like it had like my fight flight fully on I was like I who do I think I am to not be being safe right now it was such a moment of like wow I'm not invincible and like as a young woman traveling just have to keep your wits about you and be smart and I tell Bridget this because she travels all the time now and sometimes she'll get in before me and we had to have a little conversation about her antics last time I'll let her talk so I learned that I get false sense of security when I travel if I see something that looks familiar to my home in Connecticut I automatically assume or have a better I guess assumption I guess that it's safe because it's familiar territory to me, even though it's absolutely foreign and I've never been there before. So my little antic that I, (laughs) that I got into when I went to Phoenix, Gino was like at least eight hours behind me. Like I had the full day to myself. Five hours behind Not even, you got in at like one in the morning. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause I got delayed. Yeah. So I was by myself for majority of the day and we were I was supposed to go help set up at the host salon and they wanted to set up at six and I really enjoy walking. And so I thought, mind you, our hotel is on like this freeway type area. There were sidewalks, but it was like definitely the speed limit was at least over 50. So like definitely not a residential walking space. And I had mapped out the hotel to the salon and it was like a two hour walk, hour and a half, two hours. And I was like, oh my God, I could totally do that. Like, I'll just leave early. I'll go like set up in a coffee shop somewhere and then I'll definitely Uber home because I'm not going to walk home at night. And so I start walking on the freeway and there are these two people in front of me that are clearly not in the correct state of mind. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get bugged. I'm going to get kidnapped, blah, blah, blah. End up passing out people. And then I turn to this neighborhood and it was such a weird paradox. On my left was this beautiful row of these like ranch style, one level floor, like newly built homes. And on my right was like houses that have been there since like the dawn of time. Like they had foundation crumbling, they had weeds growing everywhere. And I was like, I'm not safe. Thankfully the salon owner did text me and she was like, hey, like we got everything set up, like you're good. And I'm still traveling alone. I have my AirPods in. I'm minding my business. But I was like, all right, great. I'm turning back to the hotel immediately. And when I told Gina about what I did, she pretty much like went full mom mode on me and was like, don't ever do that again. And don't ever speak about it to anybody (laughs) that you know. (laughs) And we're on the podcast telling you about it. I was like, because I'm supposed to keep you safe. Like... Jesus, like you can't like be traveling with me and be like not safe. Like I take that shit seriously. And I was like, I had like a heart tired with you. I was like, listen, you're like a strong, independent woman, but I mean, a 
fucking van pulls up to you and rips you into the car, you're not a strong, independent woman anymore. You're a hostage and you're going straight to fucking Mexico and they're going <laughs> to sell your body. I swear to God, it's not safe out here. Like it's I I'm very blessed and lucky that I've been doing this long enough to know like how to travel like most of the time I'm to the airport, to the hotel, to the salon, to the hotel to the airport like I'm in and out in cities when I'm alone or if I'm like with a salon owner and the salon owner brings me around but I don't do a lot of stuff totally solo because you just never know so just be careful and if you don't know the area do a lot of research about where you're at and like what the areas are like because like Bridget said it's like you get that false sense of security and like god forbid you know what I mean just god forbid like you just want to stay safe out here all right, so we're going to go finish our Taylor Swift documentary. I'm trying to get Bridget to like Taylor Swift, but, you know, it's taking some time. I'm like a low-key Swifty, and I got my Taylor Swift tickets. So let me know if you're going to Taylor Swift. DM me. I'm going in Pittsburgh in June for my birthday. So anyways, I'm so excited for that. We're going to go watch our documentary, and I'm so glad that we jumped on because this is a great use of our time when we're doing the hotel and the travel and stuff. And, uh, you know, it was really fun to just do a podcast on the fly. So I hope that you liked it. So grateful for y'all for listening appreciate you so much love you guys see you on the next one